Good evening, everyone, and welcome back to Evening Thoughts. My name is Sam, and I am your host. And on this show, we talk about things like faith, life, death, and the beyond. We not only talk about those things, but we reflect on them, and we pray often together. And I'm so glad that I get to be with you guys tonight to talk about another topic that I believe is very important for you and I. Last week, I talked about the idea that God is big enough, that He's strong enough to take our most serious prayers. My thought was that we should not bottle up our emotions, that we shouldn't stuff them inside or let our emotions lead us, but that we should pray out our emotions and take it to the Lord. And we had a reflection on Psalm 22. Today, I want to follow up with that theme, but share with you my favorite psalm of all time. I have been enamored by God's Word ever since my youth. As an avid reader, I'm a huge bookworm. I fell in love with books, but the book that gripped my heart like no other is God's Word. From Genesis to Revelation, my soul has found immense comfort in the Word of God ever since I was like eight years old. I think by the time I was like 10, I had already read through the Bible like at least twice. And in between these books is the book of Psalm. The book of Psalm has been my companion throughout the many seasons of my life. As I said last week, we had a reflection on Psalm 22. And the idea is that God is big enough, strong enough, and His love is wide and deep enough to hold us in His presence as we come to Him in our honest prayers. Today, I want to talk about Psalm 88. And again, you may say, why is this psalm your favorite? Well, let me read it to you first, and then I will explain to you why it is my favorite. Psalm 88. O Lord, God of my salvation, I cry out day and night before you. Let my prayer come before you. Incline your ear to my cry. For my soul is full of troubles, and my life draws near to Sheol. I am counted among those who go down to the pit. I am a man who has no strength like one set loose among the dead, like the slain that lie in the grave, like those whom you remember no more, for they are cut off from your hand. You have put me in the depths of the pit, in the regions dark and deep. Your wrath lies heavy upon me, and you overwhelm me with all of your waves. You have caused my companions to shun me. You have made me a horror to them. I am shut in so that I cannot escape. My eye grows dim through sorrow. Every day I call upon you, O Lord. I spread out my hands to you. Do you work wonders for the dead? Do the departed rise up to praise you? Is your steadfast love declared in the grave? Or your faithfulness in Abaddon? Are your wonders known in the darkness? Or your faithfulness in the land of forgetfulness? But I... O Lord, cry to you. In the morning my prayer comes before you. 
O Lord, why do you cast my soul away? Why do you hide your face from me? Afflicted and close to death from my youth up, I suffer your terrors. I am helpless. Your wrath has swept over me. Your dreadful assaults destroy me. They surround me like a flood all day long. They close in on me together. You have caused my beloved and my friend to shun me. My companions have become darkness. That's it. That is Psalm 88. It ends just like that. You see, Psalm 88 is about a person who knows pain. This person knows loneliness. They've experienced depression and despair. And guess what? They're still there. When most other Psalms eventually end in a positive note, the last verse of this chapter says, My companions have become the darkness. So why the heck is this my favorite psalm? It's because sometimes this is the way life is like. Sometimes things in life don't wrap itself up all nice and lovely. Sometimes the clouds don't let up. Sometimes in life the rain doesn't stop. Sometimes the pain doesn't end. Sometimes the relationship doesn't mend. When I was a hospital chaplain many years ago, I would be reminded daily that people live with chronic pain. There are people out there who live with pain every moment, and the only relief is when they are asleep. But what is most important for us to take away from this psalm is that the author still comes to God. Verse 13, But I, O Lord, cry to you. In the morning my prayer comes before you. You see, in their suffering, they come to God and they pray through their despair. Even if there's no end in sight. And that is the point, isn't it? The point is that life can be painful. It can be lonely. But God is ever-present in your time of immense need. What am I saying? I am saying that God welcomes prayers such as Psalm 88. Are you living in your Psalm 88 right now? Does it feel like your pain knows no end? Does it feel as if your suffering is increasing? Where is God in all this? Well, he is closer than a friend and a brother because he hears you, he is listening to you, and in your greatest moment of pain, go to God in prayer and pray through your despair. Scripture does not promise us an easy life. In fact, the moment we become Christians, we realize that problems and issues have not disappeared. But the promise of God still stands. Romans chapter 8 verse 38 to 39 says, For I am convinced that neither death nor life, nor angels nor demons, neither the present nor the future, nor any powers, neither height nor depth, nor anything in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Through all your moments of sorrow, you can bank on the fact that you will never be separated from the love of God through Christ Jesus our Lord. 
Would you pray your own Psalm 88 tonight? You see, God can take all your prayers. God is listening. He loves you through His Son, Jesus, and He's with you through it all. If you're able, would you join me in prayer? Heavenly Father, thank you for Psalm 88. Thank you that this author knew pain, knew sorrow, because we could relate to that. We can see ourselves in this psalm. But God, I pray that just as the psalmist did in verse 13, let us come to you and say, Oh Lord, I cry to you in the morning. My prayer comes before you. God, where else will we turn? Thank you for Jesus. Thank you that he came into this world, born of a virgin, lived 33 years of life. He knows our experience. He knows our journey. And yet he never sinned, died for our sins on the cross, and now he's risen. And when we go to him, he understands. Thank you, Jesus, for understanding our prayers. Thank you that you are not only our model, but you are our Savior. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Well, that is it for me tonight. I hope that this episode gave you encouragement, just like last week. Um, I've been enjoying our reflections on the book of Psalm. I hope that it has been helpful for you as well. If you'd like to reach out to me about our topic for further questions, or if you have prayer requests, please email me at eveningthoughts at hotmail.com. I hope that you have a good Friday tomorrow and have a good rest of your weekend. See you next time. And as always, peace and blessings. Good night.